0: Hello and welcome to Hey I Loved That Movie, the podcast where we re-watch the films we loved when we were younger to see if they still hold up. I'm Dan.
1: I'm Michael. I'm Helena.
0: And I'm Ben. And for today's episode we watched Jumper.
2: I just realised, looking at the poster, there's a one of the big reasons why I watched this movie was the poster is from the makers of *The Bourne Identity* and *Mr. and Mrs. Smith*, two movies I absolutely loved. Yeah, I had high hopes for this film.
1: You shouldn't have.
2: I did. I enjoyed this film. I thought it was uh it had a it had a lot that I really enjoyed in it. There was so much possibility. I remember my mum watching it and being like, Well, that was garbage. Um, and I tried tr jumping to its defence at the time. But on Rewatch, it's definitely siding with mum. definitely
0: garbage. <laughs> well, I kind of enjoyed it. Let let's start with so the basic plot of this movie is uh, so. It's another movie where it likes to make you, the audience, remember that you fucking suck and you don't have these teleporting powers. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. his first line is, I used to be a chump like you.
1: What is it with, with films, action films of this period, just being hostile towards the yeah. audience. They,
0: they just want to make you feel like shit.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, straight away, have... you're like, yeah, I'm really rooting for this hero right now. Yeah. I love this we, guy.
1: We don't oh. get enough where any uh, films anymore where it opens up with the main character going, Fuck you, <laughs> hey, Oi. person Oi. watching this. Fuck you. It
2: really it has that whiny wanted thing about it at the start. Like the voiceover is just so smug.
0: Yeah. yeah. Another thing that kind of shows how smug and selfish he is is there's that bit where he's watching the news and there's like a flood and there's people trapped and dying and he's like, "Well, gonna go and get some food." Yeah. And he yeah. just yeah. to yeah. London.
1: Yeah. That seen so the the story of the film is this guy learns that he can teleport if that wasn't clear from the name is jumper. it just
2: teleport from places that he's been to before or seen in photos
0: he's yeah he's, he's got to there. have seen them
1: yeah i think he has to have seen them which is why he has a wall of photos yeah and so, i mean I'll... i'm on
2: the side like the bad guy like the 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 rest of the plot is that the the bad guys or the alleged bad guys the paladins which paladins, as a D yeah. player was like yeah. what <laughs> um, but yeah they they think that they're a an abomination and want to wipe them out and they're not exactly wrong are they they just like yeah.
0: to go full on with the only god should have this power and like yeah you know i don't i don't know about you i don't know if god can teleport jesus might be able to it didn't really say
1: yeah no because the the character the guy's excuse samuel jackson's character's excuse Sorry, Samuel Jackson with white hairs. Oh yeah, the, oh, literally victory.
0: the most off-putting thing about this entire movie <laughs> was Samuel L. Jackson's white hair. Yeah, it's so
1: bad. It's like they went, he's in a sci-fi movie, white hair. But yeah, no, when he does capture them, he's like, and he says, "Only God should have this power. Only God should be able to be everywhere at once," which yeah. isn't what the jumpers do.
2: Well, but I mean, they're kind of wherever they want to be at any time, which I guess is easier to conceptualize than omnipotence or not omnipresence. I mean they're not like he's he's not an all-powerful being in that respect but he can go wherever he wants to Mm. with no restrictions and it does corrupt him like he steals there's no like doubt about it like he's a criminal
0: literally one of the first things he does like even uh, Jamie Bell the other jumper in this like none of the jumpers seem to use their powers for good
2: yeah there's no superheroes he doesn't even attempt it's not like you know they it might have been more forgiving forgivable or interesting if like he's come of age part of the film was that he tries to be a superhero and it doesn't work for whatever reason or you know he does something bad and or tries to save someone and ends up killing more people and decides like well sod it I'm better off not trying but there's none of that it's just like oh okay I can do this Uh, thank god I'm not the boring scum I used to be
3: Kind of realistic, though, I suppose. I think most people would be like, oh, this is my easy ticket out of here. Yeah, it's your sort of key to anywhere. Like, it gets,
0: like, when it shows him and he's, like, mastered his teleporting and he's just, like, in his apartment and he's teleporting around, like, I'd get so fat if I could do that, honestly. Oh, yeah, I'm that surprised. bit where he, re- yeah.
3: where he reaches the remote and then just, like, he can't reach it, so he teleports, like, 20 centimeters to the right, so he yeah. can grab the remote. Yeah. Which yeah, is, is weird. On. <laughs> I, I guess the
0: smaller of a teleport you do, the less of a effect it has on the surrounding because like i mean a big part of it seems to be that when they teleport it just rips part of the world open and you get like you know bits of other areas coming through with you only
2: when only when the paladins sort of mess around with you though like when they're jumping it's pretty seamless but they leave like a little trace behind
0: yeah i suppose they're tearing the trace open i I mean the times
2: when they mess up is when they do things like transport cars and buildings and whatever through.
1: I think it does, like, rip open a hole because it's whenever they teleport with big things.
0: Yeah. When he when first he's... teleports into the library.
2: Oh yeah. He, yeah, he gets everything absolutely sopping wet, doesn't he? Yeah, he either mm-hmm.
0: loves or hates that one specific library. Yeah.
1: And also when he steals the money, whenever he teleports back, there's his money flying everywhere. So I think it does like rip in, it's not like just him, it's like an area around that it pulls with you.
2: But then sometimes it's like quite finesse. I guess, um,
1: me- yeah. maybe fact we'll They'll
2: teleport and they'll like be next to someone and they nearly walk into them and it's like, oops, and it's like, well, surely in a like, teleporting into a busy place, like what if you just split someone open? How come that not a concern like was, you, teleport yeah, my... an, you, you teleport into an into an airport
1: yeah that was my main concern with this film because at any moment if you teleport at the wrong time you could end up inside someone because the photo doesn't show if someone is stood there
2: what if the building's been knocked down you'd fall. Like, but what, then, like, yeah you'd... <laughs> like, what, what if it's changed since you were last there
1: well falling isn't as scary if you can teleport Yeah, as you see in the fight scene where they're (laughs) falling. But yeah, no, there's no no reason for why there can't be a person stood where you're planning to land. Unless part of the jumper's powers is to not do that.
2: Yeah, I guess they have maybe enough awareness as they're coming in to move enough around to not crash.
1: Yeah. Also,
2: so this film starts problematic with who he is. Shall we talk about the girl?
3: She has like no character development at all or...
2: And self-awareness or like um, self-preservation.
1: Yeah, no, she doesn't.
2: If a guy that you barely know because he's disappeared to the point where people thought he was dead comes back and is like, hey, I'm going to take you to Rome right now. You don't go, and you don't sign, like, eventually decide, no, I've had enough, when you know you're in danger because you've already been chased by people with guns.
1: Yeah, and not police with guns. Weird people in a different kind of uniform. I'm just remembering this. When they get to Italy, the guard says, no, you're not allowed in, it's closed. And then Hayden Christensen's character guy just walks up to a gate and is like, no, it's open. She's like, oh, okay, then.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, she, she knows that he's managed to open it or find like a way in, but she's like, yeah, she's not like, well, can't we come back tomorrow
1: yeah okay. like, it's like
2: well how about we see the rest of the beautiful sights in Rome it's not like the Colosseum is the only thing in Rome you can go and see yeah so it's it's just a weird weird plot like it's just so forced and like she's such a Mary Sue character where she's just there to drive this plot forward to be yeah. the weak point for Nick Fury old Nick Fury to come in and like trap this guy hmm.
0: well, I know you're saying he's Nick Fury but this has Anakin Skywalker in it he's Mace Window in, in this movie sorry <laughs> I,
2: I it's just that Roland is not a scary name Roland is not a bad person name
1: it's not even biblical his whole thing that like, he's a paladin for God he's only God should be able allowed to teleport yeah give give that character it, could He's apparently high up in the paladins because he's hunting jumpers specifically. Well, I got the impression he was like leading it, maybe. Yeah. Give him a bib. Give that character a biblical name, unless Roland is a biblical name, and I'm just. I was just
2: looking up the meaning, and it's not. Yeah. It's but its meaning is usually meant famous land or from the famous land.
1: Yeah, call him call that character like John or something. Well, not that boring, but like (laughs) Ezekiel.
2: (laughs) Like, if you're going down the Christian religious route, like, there's so many exciting, weird, biblical names you could pick from.
1: Yeah, and then... Roland! And then have it be the... Yeah, sure, that's not his real name, but paladins call themselves... name themselves after biblical names because fucking paladins and only God is allowed to teleport. Yeah,
0: that would have have made a lot more sense.
1: (laughs) There's so much of this, and I think that's one of the biggest faults of this film. There's so much of it that just isn't developed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, it was a surprisingly short movie like i know it's an an hour and a half that's pretty standard movie time but by the time it finished i was just kind of like oh is that it because i mean spoilers for quite an old movie at this point it ends with him teleporting roland to just like i guess halfway up a cliff in a cave he's like
2: isn't it death valley
0: yeah Yeah. or like the grand canyon or something yeah It's,
1: it's the grand canyon
0: And he's just like halfway up a massive wall in a cave, which, I mean, at any point, someone could see him and be like, hey, let's maybe get a big ladder or something or a a rope.
1: I think the point of that, him leaving him there was to leave him alive, which is another weirdly underdeveloped part of the story is Roland is constantly saying, oh, the jumpers are terrible people. They're all bad people. And Hayden Christian, David, I think his name is. David, yeah. (laughs) yeah. By the way, a biblical name. Yep. <laughs> um because his mum was a paladin. Yeah. He at the end he says, No, but I'm different, which is why he leaves him alive and why he leaves him in the Grand Canyon. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but it that's the Batman rule of not killing someone.
0: <laughs> yeah, you didn't do do for you? Yeah, you've not directly killed someone, but
1: he's gonna <laughs> like, starve to death yeah, or if, if if you If
2: you knock someone out in like minus 10 degrees weather in the snow yeah yeah you've knocked them out you've not killed them but you have condemned them and he's condemned this person like well, no, just he... because it doesn't happen as quickly
1: no he can survive he survived worse roland like it shows him surviving worse and fighting harder he can survive being in the grand gang like that it'd be difficult but he'd get out i think that's kind of the point but it's really underdeveloped that whole like he's a good jumper all the other jumpers are terrible people but
2: he's not a good jumper
1: He's not. He's just not as bad as other ones.
0: I guess that's his slight character development is he just kind of slowly learns not to be as selfish. But he's still selfish the whole time.
2: He's still selfish. I mean, he just wants to pull this girl. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, you were always the one. But like that doesn't ring true when you've spent that many years just going off. And like they show him when he goes to probably the grossest looking pub in central London to chat up that woman. Yeah, he's just, he's not really got any redeeming, like, it doesn't really feel like he's learned anything at the end, apart from all these people are after him, and he didn't know that before. And now he does know that, and he knows that one of them's his mum, so she's probably not going to kill him.
1: At least his jumper friend has the sense and knowledge to be, I will do terrible things, but I will do them quietly.
0: Mm. yeah like he's jamie bell's in it quite like he's in a few scenes sort of you see him like trail i don't know his character's name but he's trailing david quite a bit like he okay. i think you first see him in that dingy london pub where he kind of yeah he notices that david teleports a little bit because like i guess if other people weren't concentrating they wouldn't but where he knows he can do it he's kind of yeah. like oh so okay i've got one gripe with this movie one very <laughs> big gripe Mm-hmm. And it is centered around Jamie Bell's character. So they go back to um, his little hideout in Egypt. And mm-hmm. he's playing Halo 3. And that is not how you play games. You don't fucking smash the controller. And every button, and it happens in so many movies, and they're just like smashing every button and stick while playing a game. It's like that oh.
2: is exactly how I play Halo. I don't <laughs> yeah, people that really play Halo that way, <laughs> but it's just it
0: happens in so many games. I guess it's like because you know it's not that exciting when you're using a controller, so I guess for films, they're like, oh, I'll just you know, ham it up a bit. It's, it's, um, um, that reminds
2: it. me of, um, you, have you seen the bit in, in Pitch Perfect, the first one where their uh, her roommate's friends are playing games, and I think one of them has a con- like one has a wii controller one of them has an xbox controller and one of them it just has a phone held sideways
0: <laughs> uh, Helena, <laughs> you know we've all seen pitch perfect several yeah. times don't even ask <laughs> but yeah that is uh I, I mean obviously there's other things wrong with this movie but
1: yeah
2: that, the special yeah. That... effects hold up and i think that's because the special effects are pausing the camera to let him move To a different part of the screen.
0: Yeah, I I really like the bit where um, like when they're fighting like Roland near the end, and Mm. Jamie Bell's character does that like teleport punch thing, where he's just like shifting forward bit by bit as he's going. That looked really cool. Building
2: up his momentum. Yeah,
1: I think. The big teleporty bits look good, but mm-hmm. when it's like this, when he's like in his apartment teleporting to pick up the remote, it looks te- the, the most noticeable. It is, yeah, because yeah. all of the cushions move. How oh, do they? <laughs> <laughs> like every yeah, it, it, that is bad. But when they do the big teleporty stuff with all of the visual effects covering all of the other stuff, it they are really good. And uh, I really liked how much effort it looked to, and it felt like effort to move the building. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's a scene where the girl is captured and he's captured and, like, they're stuck. And he's got loads of electricity poles going off of him and he's tied to this building. And he just teleports with the building.
2: I mean, because they, they do actually foreshadow that when they talk about how, one one guy did manage to te- or try to teleport a building before and died, so that there was a little bit of sort of foreshadowing about that. But you could see there was like that was their solution. <laughs> but the whole electricity thing is very strange in it. Like, do these guys have hearts of steel? Is that part of your jumper powers? Like, how are they not just convulsing on the floor?
3: Yeah, because Jamie Bell's character gets stuck inside like a power line effectively, doesn't he? And it's just yeah, and and that's all the chill. trap.
2: All the traps are basically like an electricity. They're like they're cables, and then they they put a current through them and that holds them in place but like how does it not also kill them or stop their heart beating or do any of the other things that electricity is supposed to do that's true that that was a bit strange because it's like uh, maybe like if it was a mild current like they were using like a taser that yeah. would be one thing where it's like oh well yeah well because of your, your body uses electricity if they'd like explain to the jumping even a fraction of a bit more but otherwise you just said, i'm just out there like well how why does electricity not just kill them
0: yeah, I feel like this film thought it would get a sequel.
2: I think it did nearly get a sequel. Yeah,
0: I think they Because there's a there's yeah. a
2: sequel. It's based on a book and there's a, the, there's a sequel to the book.
0: Yeah, maybe it just, I guess, just didn't quite do well enough. But yeah, a lot of the things that they left open, I feel like they'd have explained, yeah, like the actual jumping and that a lot more, like if they got a sequel. But yeah, I I mean, I, I still quite enjoyed this film, to be honest. <laughs> like, it, I, I had like, a good for time. For me, it
2: falls, it falls into the so bad it's good kind of cheesy yeah yeah it's very it's very easy to watch and yeah i think it benefits from not being too long
1: yeah Mm. it also falls into the vault because it's not not that long quote unquote because it's an hour and a half it it misses out on explaining so many things it has so many interesting concepts that it's like we don't want to explain it they just are like how the teleporting works why are these paladins after these people like why None of these characters have backstories apart from the main character. Like,
0: why can he tell? Because it's not like it is passed through down their genes. Because, like, Yondu can't teleport and he's, you know, his dad. And then I guess, unless the mum kind of, I don't know, like, maybe cheated on him with a teleporter.
1: No, she's a paladin, and yeah. she said, I need to get rid of you or kill you. Like, it's not genetic. It must just be a random. It just
0: sort of happens, yeah. Although, I guess I I kind of like it sort of not explaining it. If the main character doesn't know what's causing it, it'd be nice if someone did explain it to him. Like, if they try and find out what what's happening, but...
1: That could have been what Jamie Bell did. But instead, he just yelled.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. Jamie Bell is really good in this. The, the acting, apart from maybe Hayden Christensen, the acting overall is quite good because it's a lot of again weirdly good actors in a weirdly not good film
3: yeah it helps as well it's a smaller cast as well so you see Mm. a lot of yeah
2: it is a small cast um like most of the scenes are just like two or three people jumping around Mm. i think it's what is good is that they did film it oh they did actually go on like to the countries that it's they're appearing in that's good like that and that's why i think a lot of it held up is not just green screens.
1: Yeah, that's expensive.
2: That's where most of the budget went. Yeah, it looks like the
0: budget was... 85 million and it grossed like 225 million?
2: It was filmed in 20 mm. cities in 14 countries.
1: Wow. No, that's a lot. That's good.
2: Normally you get one location outside of a studio.
1: Yeah, there's so much potential in Jumper and there always has been and I remember watching it when I was younger and being like really excited for all these cool things that it never pushed any further than just having them. I feel like that's partially down to there are so many of them in this film. You have the paladins who are these religious zealot types after the jumpers who are these people that can teleport but then there are jumpers most jumpers turn out to be terrible people and they can teleport cars and there's so many things
0: yeah jamie bell was saying how he he learned to teleport the cars and stuff by knowing how to control the jumps more but it's like how
1: (laughs) yeah and jamie bell's first character teleported when he was five or three or something and yeah, five, yeah. There are so many really cool concepts in Jumper that they just they don't have time to like look into any of them too much. Yeah. Yeah, it's like
3: they focus
2: on the love story and the chase way yeah. too much. Like there's no it literally goes from like, okay, I can jump to I've fallen in love to we're on the run. Yeah, she didn't yeah, kidnapped and then it's resolved.
1: And I, I think the beginning of the film is the better part of the film story-wise yeah. because it actually puts the time aside to explain how he first learned to get his powers what he did with it he stole from a bank which side note the bank for some reason the customer toilets are right next to the safe
2: yeah I mean they had it coming that's probably what tipped off grey-haired Nick Fury it, well didn't he say that like oh did you ever let him see the vault because that's all it takes is that if they can see it they can they can jump there
1: yeah because he, he said the locks weren't broken no one seemed to have broken in and no one broke out yeah. so he said I want a name. the name of every single person that owns a thing in a safety yeah, deposit like, box in that room which did he go to all of those people before he was like oh no it's this kid that
0: i mean How... maybe because it yeah he, he doesn't encounter him until that time where they're in his apartment
2: yeah he's done that a l- he's like the jumper like Hay- hayden christen's had a long time to like yeah. build up a serious amount of wealth and like profile because he's got like this very snazzy apartment. Yeah. So you need, like, background checks and stuff like that. Like, you need a lot of cash to yeah. maintain that kind of lifestyle and also not be caught out by, like, the IRS. And... Yeah, like money laundering and mobs and other things. Like if you suddenly come into a lot of money, no matter how you came about it, there'll be questions asked.
1: When you can teleport anywhere in the world, as soon as people start questioning you, you can be gone. True. Literally without a trace.
2: Which is why it's weird that he ends up settling in yeah. such a high noticeable place where he's like a familiar face. He knows the doorman.
1: Yeah. And, and like if they went into it, it is, even if they did it in a montage, if they just showed you that, He did this a lot, but he always kind of got caught and teleported away. He moved into a fancy place, used all the stolen money to pay for it and then as soon as people got suspicious he moved on. Yeah. If they like showed that him doing that, that would have made his character a bit more interesting.
2: So it's I mean the whole idea of the point is that he he thinks he's pretty much the only one or yeah. hasn't even thought to explore that there's others and he just doesn't yeah it just it's so selfish. Yeah. And like R- the idea that his dad is still stuck in that crummy apartment and he doesn't like even just, you know, send him like give him like something valuable to discover in the attic for Christ's sake like you can be yeah. sneaky about it and give your dad like he says his dad's a bad guy but that's also not explored no, at he, all his it,
1: not been a bad it's guy. like
2: well I'm not taking a teenage boy's word for his dad being a, a dickhead because it's pretty much you have to think your dad's a bit of a dickhead at that age
3: with anything his dad's actually a really nice guy you know he he, he has food ready for him when he comes home he asks why he's all like you know when he falls into the river because obviously he doesn't know he's he almost drowned but he's like oh you know what happened but his son just like you know brushes him off and then like when he comes back like halfway through the film he's like son you know don't leave so he generally actually seems like quite a caring dude so if anything Agent christian's character is just a bit of an ass, really yeah
1: like, i
2: just don't you know. understand how you can resent your own dad that hasn't done something obviously wrong like if his dad had been yeah. like really abusive or they'd shown him do like resent him for his mum leaving or anything like that the reason for him to spurn his father that much it would have made sense but instead it just seems really really heartless that he just doesn't give him anything like he's living this luxurious lifestyle while his dad's like struggling to feed himself
1: yeah yeah it falls into the same sort of problem we had with wanted where the main character's a bad guy and that's the point is they're not a good person but at the same time they're not allowed to be not a good person because they're the main character
2: Yeah, they still want you to like him, but actually he doesn't have any redeeming qualities. And apart from the fact that he's got this mysterious, if not terrifying aura about him, why does this girl fall for him and and go along with... Like, I wouldn't... I'd be like, look, I don't want you to take me to Rome. I would like you to take me to a nearby restaurant and tell me about yourself.
1: Yeah, Yeah,
0: because he'd been missing for... I I, I don't know how long, like, I think six years, was it? Um, Something crazy, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, just... You'd wanna talk and have a catch up and be like, oh, Where did you go? Not I'm in banking. Okay, let's go to Rome. <laughs> yeah.
2: And and she has no like, that she doesn't move out for whatever reason. But that, that is also problematic in that she is given no decent backstory yeah. at all. Like, we don't know why she's trapped there. Is her, you know, is her family ill? Does she have siblings to raise? Has she, you know, is she in debt? Does something happen? Like, why is she still stuck there? Yeah. And instead, it's just sort of, he almost like sneers at the fact that she's still there. It's like a letdown. He's obviously he's glad to see her, but it's like, what well, it's sort of assumed like she'd do yeah. something with herself and how
1: yeah. how
2: pathetic that she's, she's still there, which is just...
1: Yeah, Yeah, really pompous. David is kind of the only character that gets a backstory, and I think that's a big problem. His his only redeeming quality is that he doesn't kill Samuel Whitehair at the end. And that's it. That's the only good thing. Because, yeah, he looks at the video of the people drowning, and he's like, eh, he just ignores it and moves on, and he could very easily... Like, yeah,
0: because I'd forgotten that he doesn't do anything to help. Because it's um, because yeah. like I, it sort of sets it up to make you think he's going to. Because yeah. that's when he he leaves with the umbrella and the dormant's like, oh, I don't think it's going to rain. He's like, it is where I'm going, and you're like, oh, maybe he's gonna. Which, go-
1: which I, I right. guess is the point of that scene. Yeah, is you're meant to.
2: At least Jamie Bell's character is, like, trying to capture and eliminate, like, track down and eliminate these paladins. Like, he's actually trying to do something and stop the other jumpers from getting hurt. And, like, yeah. he pr- he goes out of his way to protect David's character, like, David, and by warning him and telling him. Because if he'd done nothing, like, obviously he would have been caught way sooner.
1: Yeah, Jamie Bell's character is way more interesting than the main character. Yeah, Uh,
0: Griffin, by the way. I just looked
1: up (laughs) his character's
0: name's Griffin. (laughs) And Um, he,
2: yeah, he wants to, he he wants, like, other jumpers to be protected and he, like, wants to hunt down these paladins because he cares about something. And that's what I think mm -hmm. Hayden, like, David Rice lacks is a care.
1: Yeah, like... It would have made the David character a lot more interesting if he did do good things. If throughout the film, like when he saw the people drowning or in the tsunami, if he did something about it, but did it subtly and without making a big deal about it, if he just went and helped and then even if he put on a mask, even if he like put on something and helped out and then there were other bits in the film where he helped people out in public and maybe stopped someone getting mugged, but it was always no one ever saw him doing it that would make the scene at the end where he says but i'm different mean something
2: yeah because he's not different as far as especially in in nick fury or whatever his name is ronald's eyes that yeah. that like this kid is just abusing this power like he clearly has done nothing
1: To deserve
2: it. And nothing in thanks of it.
1: At least Jamie Bell's character could say that. He could say, oh, I'm different. Yeah. And it would make sense. Because Jamie Bell's character never does anything wrong wrong. Like, I think he steals a car. And, like, I guess it implies he stole a load of other stuff. But
3: It's kind of out of character for him, though. Because when he steals the car he goes on this prior to that he goes on this rant about how like you know you have to be like undercover and don't jump where it's obvious and then they're just jumping this car through tokyo like through yeah. traffic I think,
2: I think all you know all bets are off once they're in a chase against these people that will go to the ends of the earth yeah. to kill them it's like at that True. point i kind of get it and it's an action sequence like they are gonna do it's like you know you wouldn't normally jump through a window to get out of a building but if there's someone chasing you you'd consider it Yeah, I just remembered that that David Rice does say at the start, "Oh, I'm going to repay it all," but he never gets a job.
1: No, he never does. He never
2: does repay any of it. He just builds up fat stacks. It's not like he then. Yeah, there's just so many ways. Like it would have been more interesting if they were like after him, and the reason they keep on they keep on getting to him or finding is because he does something. You know, he saves someone a little bit too noticeably, and they're on his tail again.
1: Yeah, or they don't catch him saving people, but they catch him doing terrible things. And again, him saving people would have made. Made that line make more sense where he says, I'm going to pay it back? Because that could be his way of paying it back.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'd forgive uh, somebody robbed from a bank, especially when it's just cash in a bank, because how you don't get much more meaningless than that. If he'd then done something to pay like, yeah, save people, you know, Christ donated some of it to an animal shelter. Even like, <laughs> even gone down the Robin Hood, steal from the rich to give to the poor route is still a little bit of redemption. I
1: mean, yeah. he did that. He was poor and he gave himself money. <laughs> hmm. It, it would have made his character way more interesting and way more 3D and it would have made all the characters around him make more sense because you could have had a scene where Griffin is yelling about him showing off and he's too obvious with his jumping and then you could just, well, at least he's doing something good about it. David could say, be like, I'm at least doing good things with it. What are you doing? Just hiding up here in Egypt. You could have had scenes like that where they have these meaningful things happen and not just bits that get them to the next fight scene.
0: Which, oh. I mean, the, the action set pieces were pretty cool.
3: Yeah. They were, yeah.
2: Yeah, the chases were, were good.
3: And and it's,
2: it's an interesting. I I did enjoy like that. They were they were jumping all over the place, but they could follow each other, and you know you got all those different scenes and like fighting through Tokyo one minute, Egypt the next was and cool.
0: Then bringing a double decker bus through a teleport point, which yeah. I'm pretty sure there would still have been passengers and a driver on that one. That that's a yeah. Bit that's bugged. the thing. There
2: were no. I think they literally only brought over the bus, but then I'm thinking, so what the hell happened to the people on the second level on the yeah. upper deck? <laughs> they just fall thirteen foot.
1: You also had the when they teleported into that war zone. Oh, in Chechnya, yeah. 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 And there was a guy driving the car. Oh, and the
3: tank just drives over the car, doesn't it? It just
1: crushes him. <laughs> I remember watching that. So it was, oh, is that guy just dead? I think so. It doesn't so. show him running away. Well, that's dark. Yeah. <laughs> And they just glance over that and like, ah, we're back to teleport fighting.
0: Yeah, the consequences that don't happen for all the civilians that are that are killed. I mean not quite as many as, as in previous oh, film no. Wanted where they do reel an entire train. But it's still oh. a bus full of people now stuck
3: in Egypt. <laughs> yeah and it kind of proves the paladin's point then doesn't it yeah this entire movie
2: um so i've just (laughs) been reading and apparently it was originally they were considering having tom sturridge a different actor a younger actor portray david but they thought that it would make he was supposed to be 18 in the film but instead they make him 25 by the by the time it's released he's this character is sort of 25 um in the in the main part of the film i think it would have made way more sense like because they don't change enough of it he doesn't grow up enough like yeah i'm not gonna lie i but personally i am almost unrecognizable to how i was when i was 18 and how i behaved and what i did and what i thought of myself and he acts like an 18 year old like that way it makes way more sense he 18 year olds aren't fully developed yet they are selfish they are very romantic and that makes a lot of sense for like why he does this weird sort of love quest. To go and get this girl, and
1: it also makes his relationship with Griffin make more sense because then Griffin becomes more of an older brother figure and not just yeah. an annoying guy. That makes way more. That would have been way better. It, um, they... But
2: they, it was literally just for marketing purposes. They were like, "You have a huge movie here, and adults won't go and see an eighteen-year-old. They'll consider it a children's movie. So you could have a more, a, a bigger movie if he's an yeah. older actor."
0: And they went, so. "Who is the most beloved actor of <laughs> yeah. the late two thousands? Who everyone praises and loves?" And has <laughs> nothing bad to say about. Hmm. <laughs> Which I mean, he wasn't that bad in this. Like, I think he was actually his acting was pretty good, especially considering the uh, prequels. <laughs> yeah, it probably helped that. Uh, yeah, he was acting on location. Like, I feel <laughs> like if he was acting in front of a blue screen, he'd have had flashbacks.
3: <laughs> mm. <laughs>
2: yeah, Tom Sturridge is in the famous for the boat that rocked. Yeah, yeah. he's the,
0: yeah, he's the kid that's yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah
2: way more interesting like i could just like that would make so much more sense that you're essentially a teenager with superpowers yep. like i'd be i'd forgive him so yeah, much more but i think that's like i'd understand of course you're going to make these horrible mistakes and because you've got these superpowers they have super consequences
0: yeah like yeah. it's a it's a full origin story rather than a bit of an origin story and then six years later this guy's still
2: he kind of has a bambi feel up. about it where it's like yeah like the, the start happens and then there's just a weird pubescent gap and him? then he's an adult
1: him being a teenager makes the paladins a lot more scary.
2: Yes, they're basically... I mean, 18, you're you basically a child.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes the paladins way more violent because they're not even taking into account that he's not an adult, he's a teenager. Well, I
2: mean, the the mum has to leave when he's five because that was her choice, was like either leave or kill. Her. And it's like, I guess they do explain that actually yeah, some paladins would kill a five-year-old, but...
1: That's kind of lost. If If he was 18, yeah, they would have been a lot scarier just... By the fact that he's 18
2: it's it's got not to because I mean, obviously we've talked about wanted already but it's got loom vibes in yeah. it where it's like there is one line that stood out to me that made me think of wanted was that he says like i've not done anything wrong and he says you will because that, that wasn't actually hayden's character that was like one of the other random jumpers yeah in one of the other scenes when
0: it's introducing the paladins as yeah. hunting down jumpers to kill them yeah it's just mm. the, when they're chasing through the forest yeah i yeah. thought that that would have been a really cool way to if say that scene was slightly extended and the guy they were chasing was someone who they were chasing because he had genuinely just done something awful to yeah. sort of to show that yeah the jumpers will do bad things.
1: Yeah, keep it. Oh, in just
2: way. to just to um let you guys know, in the book uh, they had they actually had to change Samuel L. Jackson's character's name. Why? he was a rich well, because in the in the book he's called Brian Cox.
1: Ooh, okay.
2: Um and because obviously he yep. got the physicist. So yeah, they went for Roland.
1: Again, should have yeah. picked a biblical name.
2: Any any name except Roland would have yeah. been
0: No, what they should have done is cast Brian Cox as the character but call <laughs> him Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> (laughs)
2: and he's just he's killing them because they defy the laws of physics
1: yeah exactly (laughs) yeah he's the secular version of the (laughs) paladin i do have one question one point that i made during watching jumper it's a a good old-fashioned the traditional question of who'd win in a fight anakin or david
3: see anakin could probably use the force
1: could he get hold of him like? <laughs> but
0: instead of mm. I reckon what he'd do is like in uh critically acclaimed movie X-Men Origins Wolverine mm. is uh, sort of figure out where he's going to teleport to and have his lightsaber there ready for when he appears
1: mm. Mm, that's true but how would he work out where he's I guess he could go the,
3: the General Grievous route and just spin the lightsabers around randomly like, like a maniac. maniac or David could go
0: the General Grievous route and just teleport randomly like a maniac <laughs> <Did> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well well that's the thing. I after because I made that note at the very beginning of the film because I was like, I want to see if I can answer this at the end. I think Anakin would win against David. I think Anakin would lose against Griffin. Cause I just get yeah. the feeling Griffin fights dirty. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> well yeah, I mean everything.
1: Griffin would like teleport away and then appear above him with a train well i
2: mean griffin knew that these these guys were gonna follow david into his hideout so his plan was to just set a bomb yeah like he's not got any like he he knows that they're out to kill him he's out to kill them
1: yeah i think griffin would be like oh you've got a laser sword have you teleport away teleport back drop a great white shark on him (laughs) (laughs) and just keep doing that until anakin died
2: i feel like yeah as as elusive as the actual definition of what the force can and can't do is with jumper, you know what it like it shows what you can do. You can yeah. what hope do you have against that? Like if that person wants to kill you, you're gonna die. So I think that's that's like the issue, that that's I guess where the paladins come in and are like, well these people do have the power to kill literally whoever they want. Yeah. Maybe they should be grateful that all he wants to do is rob banks.
1: Yeah, maybe <laughs> we'll leave that one until he does something. like
2: why poke that fire? Like like wait until he's at least hinted that he's going a little bit insane. Yeah,
1: I, I think David would die immediately because he doesn't know how to fight as a jumper.
2: Yeah, we would do something stupid.
1: Yeah, or and I, I think so, like, punch
2: br- him in the face and then get his hand cut
1: oh. off. Yeah, I think he'd try and get close and punch because I think that's all he can do. And he'd get he'd get cut in half by a lightsaber. I, as soon as Griffin sees what the say like, saber can do, he's gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna drop everything on this man. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna oh you want the top of the I <laughs> put out <laughs> on you.
0: Just goes to uh, goes to Tatooine, finds a uh, pod race, <laughs> teleports a pod racer into Anakin, goes yeah. full circle. There we go.
1: <laughs> yeah I think I think that would I think actually Griffin no I want him really
0: to, to drop an atat on him but the atat is upside down and then his legs are <laughs> wriggling in the air like when a turtle's on its back. Yep.
1: <laughs> I think I think Anakin would put up a fight. I think he'd be force grabbing the things out of the sky. But I just I just think Griffin would keep doing it. Yeah. And the things would be getting weirder and weirder and bigger. <laughs> well
2: i guess you you have to think on your feet don't you like you have to tell you have to decide where you're going to teleport and teleport there and it has to be somewhere you've been what he
0: could do is wait for anakin to be on a spaceship and then teleport into it and then teleport out and when he teleports out make sure it's a bit messy and tear a hole in the ship and then he'll get sucked (laughs) out into space
1: (laughs) yeah i i feel like griffin would fight dirty and clever about it yeah teleport the lightsaber out of his hand
2: (laughs) yeah there's no there's no honor
1: there is anakin would probably assume there's honor at the beginning and be like okay i'm not fighting children here i have to be honorable and griffin would be you know what fuck you have a car
3: (laughs) (laughs) he never actually says the limit of his power he just says if it moves i can teleport it so does that mean he can like drop an aircraft carrier on anakin then and yeah. that game over. <laughs> Technically, well, the Earth is oh, constantly moving. He, he How about he
2: goes it? onto a spaceship and then teleports the spaceship away, but not Anakin.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, maybe that's how he dealt with the uh, bus driver then. Griffin yeah, but what, that's
2: what I was thinking. What about the people that were sat on the top deck? Like, there's nothing between them and the road now.
1: That's, that's a lot of <laughs> And they were going at, you know,
0: probably a good few miles an hour. Wait, no, it was a a lot, London there's a bus. lot of collateral damage. It was, it was a bus in London. It probably wasn't moving.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> so they've just got a sheer drop onto other passengers.
1: Yeah, they do speed around London, which, as we all know, is complete fiction. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it yes. having a good soundtrack.
2: Are you sure it had a good soundtrack?
1: I can't remember what the soundtrack is, but I remember listening to it and like, yeah, this is quite good. Or I'm remembering a different film.
2: <laughs> is there a bit of the fray in it? It sounded like the fray. Yeah. Oh yeah, look after you, performed by the fray. I knew it wasn't him. I wasn't making it up. They were used so much in that at that sort of time as well, in like
1: oh, Yeah. Like Scrubs,
2: Grey's Anatomy, like all of them. Like for sad moments, it basically had to be the fray to remind you that you were supposed to be crying.
1: It was either the fray or that one seer song.
0: Oh, they had the hives as well. That's one bit I noticed. They, yeah. have
1: the they did. That's where I thought it was a good had a good soundtrack because they played one hive song (laughs) and i think that convinced me that the rest of the soundtrack was good because i'm pretty sure the hives is like the first big song that's played
0: yeah they play tick tick boom when he's like first doing his uh like bank heist when he's first going into the vault
1: if the rest of the film had that as style of soundtrack and it doesn't sadly i think it would have been a way better film as it is now just with that style of music Yeah. yeah <laughs> how
0: how many double decker buses would you teleport into Egypt for this movie
1: i'd say a good 7 honestly like, this scale is constantly moving and it's kind of a scale of how good this film could be yeah compared to how good it is for me or oh, like how how good
0: you enjoyed it in the moment as
1: well yeah i think like a six but there is a ton of stuff they could have done to make it better
2: yeah it's frustrating i think I, that, that I've, i i came out of this film this time round frustrated because it has a it has potential like it's a it's a good concept but it's poorly executed and too edgy for its own good. Nice. And the, the, the women, the, the, the female characters are in it are just really badly written and performed. So I I i but it's it's got guilty pleasure vibes for me.
1: It does. It has it's, cool... it's
2: enjoyable to watch. It's so I think it, it does fall into that it's so bad it's good. Yeah. Yeah, category where I'm like I'm sat there like, I shouldn't like this. I know it's problematic, but also it's kinda cool and I'd like the jumping and I like the chases and the fact that yeah they've made this character has got such thick plot armor you know nothing really bad's going to happen so yeah I'd give it I'd give it I'd give it 6 6 double decker buses going into Egypt
3: Yeah so I'd probably give it probably 6 again only because I remember watching this as a teenager. Well, not even a teenager actually, two thousand eight, so I would have been barely in secondary school. Yeah, kind of thinking that'd be a really cool power. i definitely live his life. Although on reflection, that's probably not a good way to live. But
0: <laughs> no, honestly, I think I felt the same when I first watched it. Yeah, like two thousand and eight I would have literally been sixteen.
1: So <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and all those decisions make sense for a sixteen year old. Mm. Oh
3: yeah, for sure. Oh, I mean he's was it he's like, Oh, I'm surfing in the morning, then I'm skiing in the afternoon and you know, right the other, all over the world so yeah you must yeah. get, I suppose like, that's why it's not fat. Yeah,
0: you must get really fucked jet lag, like
3: and not yeah. Yeah, just like yeah. skipping
0: yeah. between <laughs> time zones. You,
2: you, I guess you just keep your own watch
1: on. Yeah, you just tell everywhere where it's daytime, and then when it's night where you live, where you're used to nighttime, you go back home.
0: I'd probably, in the moment, I think I'd give this eight, like, mm. but on yeah. on reflection, yeah, probably a six makes more sense. Yeah, l- like you say, actually watching it, it's a really enjoyable, great time. But then when you sort of, you know, mm-hmm. you, you look at what could be better and I, I mean it's gonna be like that for a lot of films really but yeah in in the moment i really i did like i just had a good time watching it i i used to enjoy watching it when i was younger i had not seen it in maybe
2: 10 years i reckon
1: it's it's a, it's a really good time movie
0: yeah yeah
2: so if, it, if this was on tv i'd watch it again yeah uh,
0: and with that i've been dan
1: i've been michael
2: i've been helena
0: and i've been ben and you can find us on twitter at hilton pod that is at h-i-l-t-m pod um and if you're listening to us on apple podcasts or spotify if you could leave us a review that'd be great
1: Wait, wrong film for Christian. <laughs>